Hello and welcome to the Spaceport America podcast with me, Alice Carruth, the Public Relations Coordinator for the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. We're the state agency that manages all the operations out at Spaceport America, the world's first purpose-built commercial spaceport. Uh, today we've been joined by the Challenger Learning Center of Las Cruces and the Head of Science for the Las Cruces Public Schools, and I'll introduce the two of them in a little while. Now, Spaceport America is located about one hour north of the city of Las Cruces, about 45 minutes to the southeast of the city of, of Truth or Consequences, otherwise known as TLC. And these two areas support Spaceport America through gross receipt tax, so an extra sales tax that goes onto any kind of sales that go in into those two counties. So we're going to discuss today how Spaceport America is funded through the GRT tax and how it then supports STEM education in the community. Uh, okay, if I have if I screw up with yeah. your titles, just let me know, okay? I'm so sorry, I couldn't understand that. Oh no, <laughs> if I screw up your titles, just let me know, Kathleen. Oh, oh, I heard it, now I heard you. Now you hear me, okay. So I'm joined by Stephanie Hofackett, the Associate Director of Teaching and Learning for Science in K through 12 at the Las Cruces Public Schools, and Kathleen Guitar, the Lead Director of the Challenger Learning Center of Las Cruces. So I'm going to start with you, Kathleen. Can you let us know what the Challenger Learning Center of Las Cruces is? I would love to. I love to talk about Challenger Learning Center. Um, it is a very unique learning environment where our students participate in immersive space mission simulations. So one part of the simulator looks like mission control, and one side is a mock-up of a spacecraft. And so our students spend equal time between the two. Um, we also have a briefing room where students learn about the particulars of their mission, whether we're going to the moon or Mars or studying a comet. Um, another exciting area we have is our transporter, where participants are launched into space, and then they make their way through an airlock and a decontamination chamber. Uh, both have very interesting special effects. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. I don't know if you want me to talk about the origin of it. Absolutely, yes. Tell us where the idea of the Challenger Learning Center came from. All right, I would love to. Um, so it actually comes from a very tragic event back in 1986. Um, the nation watched the loss of the Challenger Space Shuttle with the 51L crew on board. Uh, it was the teacher in space mission, and there was tremendous excitement surrounding the launch of the first civilian, that is, you know, non-career pilot or astronaut. And um, it was Krista McAuliffe, who was a school teacher, selected out of 10,000 that applied. And she trained to fly into space to conduct science experiments in the microgravity environment of an orbiting space shuttle. And then those experiments were going to be compared to conducting them on Earth. Um, but sadly, the mission was not successful. Uh, 73 seconds into its flight, the shuttle exploded, killing all seven crew members. Um, and after that devastating occurrence, the families got together and they really wanted to come up with a way to honor the crew, not for the way that they died, but for the way that they lived, um, which was they were very dedicated to 
not only exploration, but ex education. And so um, they came up with the fir very first Challenger Learning Center, uh, and it was in the Houston Museum of Science. And um, it's a very touching tale of really triumph over tragedy. Uh, and so every time we fly, we ask the students to do so in honor of the crew and their bravery and their dedication. And um, it's a really meaningful job to all of us because of that origin story. Absolutely. Stephanie, could you let us know how many of these Challenger Learning Centers exist across the globe and how is it we managed to have one here in Las Cruces, New Mexico? Right, so there's about 40 Challenger Learning Centers worldwide. Um, the number is a little bit in flux due to the pandemic, and unfortunately a few centers were closed um, following on those hard times. But there are two new ones that are about to open up, and the staff at the Challenger Learning Center is going to be helping with the training of those new staff members at the new centers, um, helping them learn how to run missions, maintain the simulator, plan the outreach programs and all of the pieces that come together to be part of the Challenger Learning Center. And there's a lot that goes into that to making these sim experiences. As far as the center here in Las Cruces, we opened in 2015. It's the only center in New Mexico serving the community and the students of the Las Cruces Public Schools and surrounding area. Challenger Center headquarters, um, which is based in Washington, D.C., installed a state-of-the-art center in San Antonio, Texas. And so that old center was purchased by the Unzer family in Albuquerque, New Mexico, but the center just wasn't sustainable in, in the village of Los Ranchos and was gifted to the Las Cruces. So here in Las Cruces, we're a little bit better positioned to sustain the center because of the spaceport gross receipts tax. And as such, we're actually a unique center in that we are um, operated by the Las Cruces Public School District. Nice. So Kathleen, can you talk to me about the benefits the students in the Las Cruces area and our surrounding districts and what they receive due to the fact that we have a center here in this region? Absolutely. Uh, the benefits are many. Um, we primarily serve sixth grade students. So their mission is part of their science curriculum. It's embedded in the science curriculum. Um, and we know students learn best by doing. Um, so there's a big difference between learning about something and, and figuring it out on the spot, which they do in the missions. Um, so basically, uh, our motto is kids need to see it to be it. And so all of the activities are designed to be as realistic as possible. And we, the flight directors, we try to always stay in character. Um, we include as much real life scientific equipment as possible. The activities are, uh, you know, real science experiments, you know, as much as we can. Um, and so that's our primary mission. But we also serve um, some high school aerospace classes. Uh, we do camps. We service uh, our truth or consequence neighbors. And also uh, some kids like in Array and some of those little smaller areas around. Um, we've had El Paso folks come, but uh, no matter who comes to the center, it's always the same thing. It's, we're trying to get the kids to uh, participate in hands-on, uh, scenario-based, you know, real-life, very realistic activities so that they can maybe imagine themselves um, one day uh, being involved in either the aerospace industry or really any job where you have to be a team member, you know. 
So that's what I think that the biggest benefits are to the kids is, is really just getting to experience something that's so realistic. Absolutely. I wish I had something like that when I was growing up. And if I recommend to anybody, <laughs> if you're near a Challenger Learning Center, do go and check it out for yourself. Now, Stephanie, you did kind of touch on this a little bit about how our, our Challenger Learning Center is funded through Spaceport America GRT funding. Could you kind of elaborate a little bit more about that? Yes, I would love to. So, yes, the Challenger Learning Center is funded by the Spaceport GRT, and in this way, we're able to offer those learning experiences that Kathleen was talking about to our sixth grade students um, by busing our students, which is part of how, where our funding goes, is busing students here to the center to experience that two-hour mission. Um, it also funds our staff, and um, which is comprised of Las Cruces Public School teachers and educational assistants. And that's how they're able to offer this. We also offer the Challenger in the Classroom experience for our fifth grade students in LCPS. And as Kathleen talked about, the surrounding areas. And this experience, though it's not a mission at the center, Spaceport GRT helps us make this happen for our students um, because of, because of the staff members that are available for them. And the Challenger in the Classroom is, is a really wonderful thing because it's very similar in, in its approach as the missions are. It's aligned to science standards. And it's a really unique learning experience for the students and the fifth grade students. And the teachers are already emailing me, like excited for the spring semester when we're going to be doing this experience with the students. And beyond that, the Spaceport GRT outside of Challenger funds science and engineering materials for classrooms 6 through 12. It provides professional development for teachers, but the funding for it, as well as compensates teachers for their time outside of the classroom when they work with students on STEM-related activities, such as Science Olympiad, First Lego League, VEX, VEX IQ, Hydrogen Fuel, um, to name a few. And it provides the materials that are needed, the robotics materials that are needed, and the busing for the students in order for them to go across the state, and sometimes um, even to other states for competitions. And this is really, really important because athletics traditionally gets a lot of that funding, like, you know, to go to games and all of this, but Spaceport allows us to ensure that students get these other enrichment activities that are also and equally as important. I think it's really important for us to sort of explain a little bit about the GRT. Um, so the local counties in New Mexico uh, voted to be able to support the funding of Spaceport America, but for every dollar that is incepted as a gross receipt tax, about 25 cents then goes back into STEM education in this area. And I think that commitment is something really important that we support at Spaceport America because without it, we're not going to get the future generations coming through and working at places like Spaceport America and like the NASA facility and White Sands Missile Range, which are really important here in this area. So I just wanted to kind of elaborate a little bit more on that. Uh, Kathleen, can you tell us a little bit about how the community can kind of learn a bit more about your missions and how they can get involved? When does it ever open up to non-LCPS? participants? Well, we are hoping to have public missions during the 2022 Las Cruces Space Festival, uh, which is taking place April 7th to 10th. I'll put a little plug in there for you, Alice. And you. also any group, <laughs> any group that wants to set up a mission can contact Stephanie Hofakett, um, our, our director, to schedule. Um, there is a $500 fee for the mission. Um, we've had private schools come in, um, STEM clubs, uh, we've even had a school staff uh, sign up for like a team building mission. <laughs> and believe it or not, Virgin Galactic and Spaceport America came to a mission and they worked together on a lunar quest. So that was a, a team building uh, experience that we got to enjoy with them. 
Um, so pretty much it's either come to the public missions or set up a, a private mission with your club or group or staff. Um, and then, of course, we always love to give tours. And we do have open house. Um, because of COVID right now and the restrictions, we haven't exactly planned that yet. But maybe when things settle down again, uh, we, we will have our open houses again and uh, welcome people to, to see the center that way. So where's the best place to find that information? Have you got a website or uh, social media? That's oh, we do, actually. We do have our website, and now I'm going to be embarrassed because I won't be able to come up with it right off the bat. <laughs> but hold on a minute. I'll get that information, and I'll, I'll tell you it after the next question. <laughs> Sounds good. Stephanie, can you talk us through a lesson plan for what you do for sixth grade? Because I know it's more than just what you do at the center. It's all built up around the in-classroom experience as well. Yes, absolutely. And so what's really great about the center is it fits right into our curriculum. So sixth grade students in Las Cruces Public Schools are all enrolled in an earth and space science class. That's what sixth graders take. And of course, in seventh grade, they take, they take life science and in eighth grade, they take physical science. But in, so as sixth graders, the very first unit that they encounter is geology on Mars. And so they engage in that unit and then they follow with a unit on Earth, Sun, Moon. And so when they come to the mission, they've already had this background and they've had these experiences with those two topics. And so it just fits right in with our current mission, which is called Expedition Mars. As you can see, that's a great alignment and it enhances our curriculum and it just provides an opportunity for students to apply their learning from the classroom in a really unique and engaging way. And um, we're just really fortunate that our missions and our curriculum are just super aligned to um, sorry um, to our to our curriculum and our website is is not like a really easy um, way to say it but it's it's sites.google.com slash view slash clclc slash home but if you search challenger learning center of las cruces you will it, it will pop up very easily and on facebook if you just type in challenger learning center of las cruces you can see us and follow us and get um in upcoming news and events as well as the amazing pictures of students engaged and um, hands-on learning at our center. So I did want to talk a little bit about, if I could, Alice, a little bit about what we do here at the center to prepare students Absolutely. and teachers for the sixth grade missions. And I think Kathleen was going to talk a little bit about that with their role. So for my role as the, as the um, science director for the district, we ensure our curriculum is ready for kids. And then here at the center, how it connects is really important. Okay, sorry, I was looking for that. I'm so glad you said all that, Stephanie. <laughs> about how- So Kathleen, you're gonna talk uh, about the preparations you do ahead of time and your teacher training and, and everything, then how that integrates with the missions at the Challenger Learning Center. Right, so uh, all of our middle school teachers attend a training session with us here at the center in the summer where they learn about how best to support students while at their mission. Um, and they're guided through the pre-mission lessons and all the mission materials that are designed to prepare the students to become mission ready. Um, and we recently added, during COVID, we added an online version of the training as well. So if a teacher either can't make training time or oftentimes they go back for a refresher, 
they can go to the training website, watch the recorded presentations, and those presentations go over the lessons. Um, they talk about the origins of the CLC, uh, an overview of our mission measures of success for whichever uh, mission they're going to be um, participating in. There's descriptions of all the different teams and the tasks that they can accomplish. Um, and then after learning about the different teams, uh, the students get to apply for the job that's the most interesting to them. So that the teacher uses that information from their job applications to create the crew manifest. Um, and then the kids do background building on differences and similarities between Earth and the red planet. Um, and then finally, they create a mission patch to represent their class's mission. Uh, and so the class votes on the patch, which they bring to the center. And then we always fly under uh, their specific patch. Um, and then we also have optional lesson plans. If the teacher wants to expand the class's study of Mars, they can um, follow those plans that were supplied, supplied by um, Challenger Learning Center headquarters, or they can leave those for the substitute teacher, you know, so that when, they're, when the teacher accompanies the students to the center, there's still some great um, content that they're learning about Mars and everything. Um, and so, yeah, there's pretty extensive um, outreach into the classrooms as far as pre-mission and post-mission activities. And I also want to give a plug to the fact that you guys have created uh, an extensive lesson plans from K through 12 that can be used throughout the year uh, that were made available for the last Cruises Space Festival, which we normally hold in April. So if anybody's interested in, in downloading those, they can find them at lcspacefestival.com. And there's an education page with links to all the lesson plans that Stephanie and her team put together for the festival in previous years. I wanted to ask both of you a question about how, what more could we be doing to engage students in in space in New Mexico? You know, we, we are such a, a hub here in the state for aerospace with NASA and White Sands and, and all the, the national labs that we have here, what more could we be doing? So I think um, students need exposure to diverse role models in aerospace and, and in these fields. And I think, you know, more field trips programs, like even if it's just Skyping someone locally and, and getting to see what they do and where they work, um, classroom visits and these types of things are really important for students. And students need to be able to see themselves, and Kathleen talked about this, but they need to be able to see themselves in these roles. They need to be able to think that this is what they can do, and they need to have positive interactions with people who do the work. And with those already in the industry and have exposure to these types of careers, and I really think it has to start very young. There's a lot of research out that students by fourth grade have already kind of thought about what they want to do and what they see themselves doing, and that comes from exposure and opportunities um, seeing this type of work. So. I think starting young with all of those exposure and opportunities of getting to meet diverse folks in the, in the field, but also we could potentially do more with the community and refining our courses um, so students can have more, interna more interactions and connect back to the communities in really intentional ways. A lot of students graduate here and they stay local. So we have students who are gonna stay here that we could be you know, tapping in and um, potentially they could have careers locally that are tied to aerospace and that would be that would be my my thoughts Kathleen what are you thinking well I agree with all those those are wonderful and um, the more we can do that the better 
also, you know, another plug for the Las Cruces Space Festival. You know, I think that's such a wonderful opportunity to expose students to all things spacey. And um, the variety of activities is really phenomenal. And it'll be really exciting for us to see that come back in the spring, hopefully. Um, it was gaining such great momentum before the pandemic, and it would just be delightful to see that reemerge. Um, but I think that's a, that's a great community outreach type event that, um, that really does spark uh, curiosity about possible um, careers and, and just really anything that can get the kids um, interested is the first step, I think, you know. I really appreciate you guys supporting the Last Cruises Space Festival. Spaceport America supports it as one of the founding partners of the festival, and it is all about engaging uh, local community, about them understanding the aerospace history in this region, but also to showcase New Mexico as being the leader in commercial space and having the leading force behind being the, the, the birthplace of the US space program with White Sands Missile Range as well. So yeah, we really appreciate you guys supporting the festival and, and hopefully we can all continue to work together to really build up this community and get them engaged in aerospace at all levels and all ages and excited about it. So thank you very much for that, Kathleen. Is there anything else either of you want to share with us about the Challenger Learning Center or any more information about how we can get more involved in supporting it? I would just definitely say contact Stephanie if you have an interest um, because we have openings, you know, and we love to do missions. And, um, you know, and, and like I said, even just tours, we just, we, we really love to show it off. We feel like it's a crown, a jewel in the crown of, uh, the Las Cruces Public School. So we're, we're really proud of the center and, and um, yeah, call us. Call yeah, us it always amazes me um, whenever I do find someone who hasn't seen it and they're in the building and I give it for that they're shocked it's here. So I think just, just knowing it's here and how, and I think just realizing how fortunate we are to have the center and how absolutely fortunate our students are to be able to engage in the center. Um, a mission just ended today and the students, mm -hmm. I just, they were just so excited the whole time they were here. They just were really engaged. They had a great time, but they also um, were, were wowed by the, by the whole experience. So it's, it's just, I think the most important thing is just still people knowing that it's here. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have to give my anecdote for that. I had an eight-year-old ask me after doing a mission to Mars with you if they'd actually gone to Mars and returned. And that to me just showed just how great you guys are at engaging with younger students and capturing their imagination. Because if they can come away from that experience really feeling like they've accomplished that, then you've definitely done your job well. Oh, thank you. Yes, that is one of our favorite um, questions the kids will ask us is, are we really in space or is this real? <laughs> and that, you know, for even older kids to, to think that maybe this was real, um, it's very exciting for them. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for coming and talking about the Challenger Learning Center of Las Cruces. And again, you can find out more details about them on their uh, social media page on Facebook. Just put in Challenger Learning Center of Las Cruces and it will bring up a lot more information about when they have camps open for a participation. Thank you very much, Stephanie and Kathleen. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Alex.